celebrating Halloween so early this year. Was this the longest dance ever? What predator is stalking Florida beaches? Hint, it's not a shark. Why has Reddit gone dark this week? Get the answers to these questions and more on this week's episode of Knickknack News. I'm Alex. And I'm Anthony. And this is episode 250! Yeah, so as of today, we have 250 episodes officially, and we're super excited, so let's go. My first story this week is Lego news. This is from Gizmodo, and the headline is, Lego's 2,316-piece Hocus Pocus set brings Halloween home early this year. That's right, Alex. They're making a Hocus Pocus <gasps> I wish the listeners Lego could set. see my face right Alex is, now. I knew, I knew you would be excited about this. I want it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to be able to get it way sooner than you expected. Um, this, wait, yeah. the, wait, isn't it June? What, what month is it? It is, in fact, currently June. Um, the, this article says, with just four months to go before Halloween, if you're stressing over a centerpiece for your spooky decor, Lego's got you covered by revealing its next fan-designed set, an elaborately detailed recreation of the Sanderson Sisters' cottage from the cult classic Disney film Hocus Pocus. So it's the cottage. Oh. And it, I mean, it looks just like it. Um, I so, love that. Yeah, the article points out this wasn't exactly a summer blockbuster when it first hit theaters back in July of 1993, but over the past 30 years, its popularity has grown and grown, uh, and the movie is now considered a must-watch for Halloween fans every October. And also, they failed to mention that it also has a sequel now. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, we're just going to forget about the sequel. The sequel, the sequel yeah. was okay. The sequel was fine. It wasn't as good as the first one, obviously, Quick, but it's right. still good. Quick question. I didn't know, like, it said that, like, it wasn't initially popular when it first came out. Like, Yeah, I, I guess it wasn't that big that. in the box office originally. Hmm. Kind of a cult classic came back. It's it's fun when that happens. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm it's interesting. glad they're getting their due. Yeah. Um, so uh, one of Hocus Pocus's biggest fans was Amber Vate, who recreated the Sanderson Sisters' cottage from Lego and then saw their creation become a reality through the Lego Ideas platform. Which oh. is like I don't know if we've talked about the Lego Ideas stuff before, but it's basically a thing where like fans can submit ideas for Lego builds, and yeah. a lot of times like they'll take those and then create like they'll usually change them in some way, but like actually create them as like a real set. That's awesome. Um, so this was this came up through that, um, and yeah, they pointed out like a lot of Lego houses have like a missing back wall on purpose so you can like see inside, but this one has all four of its walls, but they can be like shifted so you can actually see mm. inside still. So it's like a full house, not the show full house, <laughs> which might also have a Lego set. I don't honestly know. Um, but uh, yeah, you can open up the walls and roof. Uh, it includes details like Winifred's spell book in its glass case. Uh, a cauldron with a light-up fire. So it uses Ooh. one of those like battery-powered Lego pieces to light up. Um, and some of the tombstones from the graveyard where a lot of the movie's action takes place. And like one of the tombstones has like Billy Butcherson, the, the zombie guy. Um, nice. And uh, it includes minifigures for all three of the Sanderson sisters, including Mary Sanderson riding on a vacuum. Of course. <laughs> that which is was very important. an imperative part of this Lego set. So the article said Sarah Sanderson, which was wrong. Um, it's Mary that rides on the vacuum. Oh. 
not Sarah. They got it wrong. Yeah, but anyway, it's fine. The article was wrong. I, I fact-checked myself on that one. Thank you. Um, and uh, the three main kids and the cat version of Thackeray Binks are also included, but I care less about those. <laughs> the cat's We only fine. care about the witches. The cat's good the cat's and the cool. witches. The yeah. cat's cool. It's a black cat. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they said the set will be available starting on July 4th. <laughs> For some reason. That's so random. <laughs> the 4th of July, celebrate with Hocus Pocus. Um, and it's $230, which is okay. about what I would expect Yeah, a set of this size. Um, but yeah, I thought you'd be excited to hear that they're making a Lego Hocus Pocus house. I am. I am very excited, actually. Um, unfortunately, I have a one-year-old in the house right now, and so it's not really a good time for me to be bringing <laughs> to a, like, Legos and things to, like with to small buy 200 2,316 choking hazards. Yeah, probably not right now, but at some point, that is a set I would definitely be interested in. Because Here's a picture of oh, the set. Very cool. Yeah. What a good idea from the person that submitted that. Like, that's awesome. It was the sisters. Yes. <laughs> okay, I love the Oh, my gosh. The, the um, Mary... They have like the face. It's like the face. Like it's like perfect. Yeah. The, like, she always like, has the facial like, expression. The lip biting thing that she does. It's yeah. very good. Um, no, it's very accurate looking. Just want to find the one where they have. Oh, there she is on her vacuum. Yes. <laughs> I just want that. I want that like for my desk at work. <laughs> just that minifigure. Yeah. <laughs> like the minifig with the vacuum. Or honestly, all three of them would be kind of fun. Or all three of them. Yeah, if just you like could a get little them set. like separate from the set. But, <laughs> That'd yeah. be awesome. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. All right. We got some early uh, Halloween. Early Halloween news. Cheer. <laughs> you know how sometimes people do like Christmas in July events yeah. and stuff? Like, yeah. We're doing Hocus why can't Pocus we do in ha- July. Halloween in July. Halloween in July. It's a spooky I mean, summer fling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My first story is dancing news. This is from UPI.com. It's another world record story. I like these. Uh, The headline is, Indian teenager dances for 127 hours to break world record. Oh, are they okay? 127 (laughs) hours. As far as I know, she's okay. Isn't there a movie called 127 Hours about a guy who's like stuck in a boulder? (laughs) (laughs) Is that the name of the I think that's the name of the movie. yeah, I don't know if that's the, is that the right number that's 127. the name? I mean, it's like definitely like a large number of hours, hours, and that's the name of the movie, like what you said, but I don't know if it's 127, but if it is, I'm impressed that you remembered that. <laughs> I don't know, I'm looking it up. Because you haven't even seen that movie. It is, think. and I actually have. Oh. Yeah. I thought, I had to close my the, eyes during the part where he like, I'm surprised spoiler alert, you watched cuts his that. arm off. <laughs> yeah, okay, I've seen it too. Yeah. It's, it's pre- actually, it's a good, it was good. I thought It's it a good, good movie, yeah. Yeah. James Franco. 127 hours. 127 yeah. hours. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Totally unrelated to this story. That's. <laughs> it's a long time. And this person was dancing straight that's, for that amount of time, except for like little short breaks that she was allowed. But I will explain. So okay. this girl is 16, broke the world record with only brief breaks. Her name is uh, Shrusti Jagtop. She did this in the auditorium of her school on May 29th, 
or she started on May 29th <laughs> and kept da- yeah it, this wasn't just one day <laughs> kept dancing until the afternoon of June 3rd and it was 127 hours cuz i think she was just trying to break the previous record which was 126 hours okay which had been set by someone in 2018 so she broke the record then she was like i'm good <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah i'm done <laughs> so she was allowed one 5 minute break every hour and she was allowed to accumulate those for longer breaks if she wanted to so she okay. like which this article says she took them mostly late at night. So I think she tried to just, like, keep going and then just take, like... Makes, but even, like... That's still... That's still not that long of a not, break. It's really not. <laughs> like, it's a five minute. You're dancing for an hour, basically, and then taking a five-minute break and then dancing. Like, that's yeah. not easy. <laughs> like... Yeah. That's that's wild. For multiple days. Like, right. how? Anyway... So she chose to dance in the Kathak style, which is one of the eight major forms of Indian classical dance. And this is a quote. She said, I wanted to promote Indian culture, Hmm. which was cool. And like I mentioned earlier, the previous record was set in 2018 by someone in Nepal, and they danced for 126 hours. Okay. Very similar. Not a movie, though. Not a movie. Yeah, that one's, I don't think there's, I don't don't think there's a movie movie called 126 126 hours. hours. I'm not even yeah. going to look, though. I don't want to be proven wrong. <laughs> You're going to find one. It's going to be some, like, cheap knockoff of 127 <laughs> hours. But, like, it's not the true story. It's hours. like a fictional, like, yeah. 126 <laughs> and a half. My next story is beach news. And this is from CNN. And the headline is, Bear joins Florida beachgoers for a summer splash. Okay, this sounds fun. Hopefully yeah. it wasn't a dangerous situation. It was not, as okay. far as I could tell from the accompanying video. Um, okay. So, yeah, the article starts, three words a crowd of Florida beachgoers didn't expect to hear during their Sunday in the sun. It's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yeah, so a bear was spotted splashing through the Gulf of Mexico before running up the shore. Uh, at Destin, which is a coastal city in northwestern Florida's Panhandle region, just before noon local time on June 11th. Uh, Beachgoer Chris Barron told CNN, we had been watching him several minutes come in from out pretty far. Most people didn't realize it was a bear. So it was apparently like swimming in from out in the deep water. I don't know how it ended up out there in the first place. Um, But this guy took out his phone and started recording. Uh... So that's why there's a video with this article and like there's so many people on this beach and then just this bear just starts swimming up on shore and like runs away. Um basically. Wow. Uh <laughs> That's awesome. It's yeah, and I mean from the video the bear looked pretty small so I think it might have been younger and it seemed like more scared than like aggressive towards anyone because it was there are just so many people on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't. Ever, it never looked like it was posing a threat or anything. Uh, people were like kind of leaving it alone. Yeah, just, that's like, good. Let it go. Um, Florida resident Stephanie Sadler was on a boat returning from scuba diving when she also spotted the uh, figure in the water. And she said, I guess he's on vacation too. Very funny, Stephanie. Uh, she, said the bear, <laughs> <laughs> she said the bear safely made it to the shore and then ran off. So... <laughs> A lot oh, of eyewitness accounts good. to this bear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it didn't seem to be a threat to anyone. It was just that's good. We're just swimming, having fun swimming from somewhere uh, to the shore. 
So yeah, in very close proximity to a bunch of people, to a ton of people. Like this was a very crowded beach. So wow, not sure what's going on there. I mean, they're around. They're they're nearby. We don't always see them, but they're there. (laughs) There's a bear near you right now. There's a bear. If you if you're listening to this, and you're outside, (laughs) turn to your left. There might be a bear. There might be a bear. I mean, no guarantees. Okay, my next story is internet news. This is from CNN. And the headline is, Thousands of Reddit communities go dark to protest companies' controversial new policy. This is... I I noticed this because I go to one community on reddit and it was dark this uh, for the past yeah, couple days so this isn't really like an uplifting story necessarily but <laughs> it's very just relevant I unless think. unless you're and encouraged I to talk by about corporate it. greed yeah unless, <laughs> unless that's you maybe this maybe you like this i don't know but um, no i well I, I just wanted to talk about this because it's actually relevant to the show a little bit because part of at least me, part of one of my my sources where I go to find stuff for this podcast is on Reddit. Yeah. And in some communities that have taken part in this, gone dark this week and stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just want to talk about it. So basically, well, I'll read what CNN said, and I'll, I guess I just need to inject my own thoughts here. Thousands of Reddit forums are going dark or went uh, – apologies. Sorry. I Okay. <laughs> this is like – this article was written on Monday. Okay. But today is later in the week now, so there might be some yeah. past tense things some, that slipped yeah. in here. Some so, stuff has changed. Since yes, then. it's like an ongoing situation. So um, thousands of forums went dark on Monday in an ongoing protest. Um, and this is one of the largest user-driven protests ever to hit that social media platform. The voluntary blackouts, which restrict groups' content from being publicly visible, affect Reddit's largest online communities, including popular groups devoted to music, history, sports, and video games. The protests include more than two dozen subreddits with at least 10 million subscribers to them, um, as well as as thousands of smaller ones. So the reason that this is happening, if you are listening and you have not heard about this yet, um, so Reddit has this plan that they announced where they're basically going to charge a lot of money and fees for third-party apps to continue accessing their API and because of this, it's basically forcing third-party apps to shut down because they can't afford the new costs, um, which Reddit said are going to be enacted like in July, so very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the reasoning for this is nothing other than they just I think just want to make more money off of like the large amounts of like data transfer that are happening with these third-party apps that are that have a very high usage right right now um so christian selig who is the developer of the popular apollo app i don't know if you use that but i actually have used it mm. um it, it, it's basically just like an app for reddit but it's totally redesigned like the user interface is just different yeah and a lot of people really prefer that one versus yeah. the name my understanding one. is that a lot of people don't like the like official reddit app so they make use of yeah of third party ones, and that's it's, why this is such a big deal. It's that, and on top of that, also a lot of the moderators use third party apps to help with like there's like oh, moderating like moderating tools. their community. Okay, yep, that's interesting. That are third party that access the API that will get shut down. So there's like all these tools that are going away that the moderators need. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then the third point that I've seen brought up is like some of the third party access is they have better like accessibility features and stuff. Um, oh, okay. For yeah. you know, if you have site issues or, or whatever, um, mm-hmm. it it helps with that. And so that's like a whole user base that's basically getting like ostracized now because they they use those. So it, yeah, it's not great. Um, so yeah, so Christian Selig, who, who I mentioned, is developer of the Apollo app, apparently said that his the his fees for his app would be twenty million dollars a year to keep it running. Yeah, with a new pricing scheme. That's insane. Which is like obviously impossible <laughs> right, yeah. to do. Um, so he he can't he can't do that. Like so, right. it's just he can't completely infeasible. He has to stop. Yeah. Um, unless they change the pricing structure or something. Mm-hmm. So that that's just like one of the more popular examples, just because that app has a lot of users. Um, but yeah, so a lot of people are really upset about this, and. It's affecting a lot of people too, because a lot of people use Reddit. I mean, it's like really has a really really large user base. So yeah, um, I don't know. It's really it's interesting because and then there's like this whole debate going on because there's some people are saying like, well, Reddit has the right to do this. I mean, they have the right to set prices for their access to their platform. But then it's like, okay, but that's not a good business decision like at all. Like I don't get right. that. Even from obviously from the just letting people access data side I don't agree with it but even from a as a business decision I don't agree with it either because why would you do that like well especially like increasing the prices to that amount like you're going like you have to know you're just going to drive these things out of business which is just going to decrease like usage of your site all it's going to do is decrease your user base which like why would you want that which doesn't seem like a great idea yeah. Also, I think it. I think it's worth clarifying. Also, just like real quick, that like a, by like accessing the API, oh, all that means yes. is like please explain these, <laughs> these applications, third party, just meaning that they weren't developed by Reddit themselves. Like, can make basically like an internet request of Reddit, being like, "Hey, give me all these posts or whatever," and it returns a response, and then they can use that in their application. So, what they're doing is in, is making it really expensive to make those requests to their website. Um, so I just wanted to clarify, Thank like, you. that's what API, it, it stands Thank for application programming interface, but that also doesn't mean a lot on its own. So I just yeah. wanted to I appreciate what's that going on here from now. the computer science person, Yay. which I am not. So, um, that's what my degree was for, yeah. for, for this moment, <laughs> for this moment right here. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's an ongoing situation. So like the update, CNN posted an update today that like, as of, this afternoon, which we're recording this on Wednesday, there are more than 6,000 subreddit forums that are still, like, continuing on with this, like, blackout for this. So, yeah. Um, well, it seems like it's yeah. been, yeah, a lot of places are doing it indefinitely. And, like, I think the Reddit CEO made, like, some comment, like, this isn't going to do anything. Like, we're going to keep doing it. And, like, this memo leaked, like, basically saying that and so they're like well we're gonna keep protesting <laughs> so oh, it's a it's a kind of a mess it's kind of a mess it's just a messy situation messy situation but, uh, yeah in the social media world but yeah i'm not a heavy user of reddit but as somebody who still enjoys using it every once in a while i would appreciate if it yeah. was not bad <laughs> same i i'm not i'm not i wouldn't say i'm a heavy user but i definitely go to it yeah like at least weekly. Yeah, you definitely use it as like a resource. And I, like and I said, yeah, I use it. I use it as a resource for this podcast. Like, as for mm-hmm. it has, it's a, 
it's a good resource for different things. I mean, it's just so different than all the other platforms anyway. Right. Um, that's an ongoing situation. I just wanted to talk about it because it's interesting. Yeah. And this is a news podcast. <laughs> current, current events are like, happening. Current events are happening today, here, now. And we're talking about them, guys. <laughs> so I'm going to be following that situation very closely. We'll see what happens. So... All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday, and as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. If you want to share a story with us about APIs or anything else, then you can send us an email at knickknacknews at gmail.com. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye! Get the answers to these questions and more on this week's episode of Knickknack News. I'm Alex. And I'm Anthony. And this is episode two. Are oh, we wait. Yeah, sure. <laughs> just fully leave me hanging. I just totally just didn't come in. No.